This is the Westwards podcast, a fortnightly production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. Western Sydney is located on the traditional lands of the Darug, Gunungurra and Tharawal nations, and we acknowledge and offer our respects to all Indigenous people and to their Elders past, present and emerging. Opinions and views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the Westwards organisation. If you'd like to ask questions, offer feedback or simply learn more about what we do at Westwards, please visit westwards.com.au. All right, let's get on with the show. podcast for today, Monday the 17th of August. I'm James Rowe, I'm a producer here at Westwards, and I'm joined today by Harja, who is the associate producer. Hello Harja, how are Hello, you? Hello, how are you James? Well, come on, it's been a while since we've done this, we've been yeah. locked away in, in quarantine and yeah. we're sort of back in the office at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. But for you only for a little while. Yes. Yeah, what so are you doing? You're doing something... Um, at the end of September, I'll be leaving Westwards. I'll be going on to kind of take some time off work. I know that that's kind of a luxury at the moment yeah. <laughs> to take time off work. Yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, I'll just be focusing on my writing and stuff like that. But I'll miss Westwards. It'll be. Yeah, we'll miss you. Um, I'll keep up with all your podcasts. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'll then have met both our listeners. Um, so, um, your, I guess your job's up for grabs then, isn't it? Yes. So anyone listening, mm. uh, if you have a, any kind of producing, marketing skills, please do apply. We uh, are looking for somebody with specific knowledge of the Western Sydney literary community, but also uh, anyone who's got skills in programming, um, in heading kind of facilitating programs and also running social media and mm. e-news and all of that kind of all-rounder social media that's not that's never going to take off right that's <laughs> you think that's here to stay yeah yeah quite possibly so your your job is up for grabs and so mm-hmm. we're looking for someone to fill your boots um mm-hmm. so yeah if you've got those skills um please get apply. in touch application uh is well all the information of the role is on the website so have a look and send us through your information yeah indeed well excellent well it'd be sad to see you go but we hope to find somebody who can step into your shoes and and keep doing the good work you've been doing so one of the things that we do at westwards on our podcast is we uh we feature a quote by somebody who either was born on this day in history or mm-hmm. died on this day in history or sometimes it's an event that took place on this day. Mm-hmm. What do we have today? We're doing death today. Oh, okay. And I remember the day that this <laughs> occurred. It was in 2004, mm. uh, the day that Tia Astley died. Mm. Now, Tia Astley, of course, was a... Um, she was a, a good friend of Patrick White's and Thomas Keneally. She was a, uh, a doyen of the Australian literature industry. Um... Would you like to guess how many Miles Franklin awards she won? I think you know this because I mentioned it yesterday. You mentioned it yesterday, but I don't. I don't actually remember the number. It was quite a few. It's four. Wow. That's that's impressive. In a row. I don't think it was in a row. Oh, no, no, but just um, over her career. Yeah, which is is massive, that's and she crazy. won a whole bunch of other awards. Mm. 
Uh, and she was, yeah, as I say, she was friends with Patrick White and she ended mm-hmm. up winning the Patrick White uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, I think, at mm-hmm. the end of her. Wow. But um, she was fiercely patriotic to Queensland. One of mm-hmm. the big things that she wrote about a lot was development. She said mm-hmm. that she was a bit of a dog with a bone around the idea of development, she'd say. I recall she used to take that phrase that they use as an advertising thing in Queensland, beautiful one day, perfect the next. Remember that? Uh, she used to say, beautiful one day, develop the next. Mm. And so she was kind of a bit anti-development. So I'd be surprised, interested to know what she would have made of what Everything. the Gold Coast has become <laughs> yeah, now. But, anyway. yeah. but the quotes that I have today, and I haven't revealed to Harja what these are yet, mm. so I'd be interested to hear your, your, your take on them. Exciting. Yeah, they're, they're, there's two of them. The first one, I don't think she ever actually said in these words, but this is something, an idea that she talked mm-hmm. about a lot. The idea that one page a day adds up to a book in a year. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard that yeah. before, yeah. yeah. I'm what, sure what do you make it, of that? I mean, yeah, if you write a page, but also what's a page? A page can be a word. Page can, be <laughs> page can be many things. I think that's very vague. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's pretty vague. Although when she was a writing, I imagine what she meant was, a a, you page. know, like yeah. 250, 300 words maybe. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably some merit in that, the idea that mm. I think we get a, a bit overwhelmed as artists when we sit down at the blank page and mm. go, I'm going to have to write 120,000 words or whatever. Or if you're writing a screenplay, you know, I've got, I've got 90 pages to mm. write to fill. It's a pretty kind of daunting prospect, I think. Yes, yeah. Just like anything, you've just got to pace yourself. Yeah, and I've, I've kind of repurposed this quote myself over the years in schools where I've said to students, you know, they go, how do you write a book that that's big? And I go, that's as big as that. And I go, well, let's break down the maths. You write mm. one handwritten exercise book a day that's, you know, 200 words, and you do that five days a week for a year and suddenly mm. you've got a pretty yeah. well, if you write one poem a day you've got a collection very quickly yes, so. yeah exactly so I sort of that um, and the more words you write the easier it is because you can just cut things or pull things out right. you need as much meat as possible yeah I think that's true are you, are you one of those people who likes to leave some people say that when they get to the end of a, a day's writing they leave that last sentence incomplete so that when they come back the next day they've got something to kind of write is that something that you think? Well, I think I read this a few years ago from um, Ernest Hemingway's kind of his. He was giving a particular person who was under his under his wing mentorship, and he said that you write until you don't feel like writing anymore. So oh God, I'd never get anything. <laughs> well, I don't think he meant exactly like that. He meant that don't. If you're in the middle of an idea and you're just starting to be exhausted, don't keep going because most of the time that that exhausted bit where you're pushing yourself is actually going to be not great. And then you're just going to end up cutting And the next that. day you're going to go, I, I don't want to feel that feeling again, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't think I would... I, I'm of that kind of school of thought where if I don't feel like... It's not the most disciplined, but mm. <laughs> if I don't feel like keeping to keeping to the word limit because at some point I've lost the fervor or the idea's gone I guess this um, this quote is kind of it's useful as a as an encouragement to people mm. to go look you know you can do anything for it's like using Pomodoro you know that Pomodoro mm. that's a, the app on your phone that ticks away for 25 minutes and it goes ding and there's a five minute 
period in which you're going to go to the loo or yeah, have so a cup of tea or whatever, then being on your back off. Right, exactly. Yeah. And um, you know, you can, you can do it almost anything for that 25 yeah. minutes. And you do that a couple mm. of times and suddenly you've got that page a day and then you've got a book in a year. Mm. It doesn't mean that it's going to be great writing, but you'll have the content. You'll have, have the, exactly, the, yeah. the volume, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's one of her quotes. Okay, what was the other one? Um, and this is kind of related to the idea of process as well. Mm-hmm. She said, for me, the chief advantage of writing is that it can be done anywhere. Yes. I and was then she's got a whole list of places, this. you know, on the at train. a cafe in this place, on the train, on the plane, mm-hmm. um, on the on the is, wharf at yeah. Magnetic Island, and so forth. So, what, what do you make of that? I agree. I was talking to someone the other day who works in film, and he was saying that it's really hard to do film or screen anything because you've got to do the writing, mm. and then you've got to find the actors, and then you've got to find. The cinematographers and the editors and all that, and you don't get a finished piece until you've got everyone, and it's very expensive. Mm. And visual art is also, the supplies are very expensive, whereas writing, you just need a pen and paper, and it's actually so easy to just... Yeah. Uh, and so the, it's more intellectual, the intellectual labour, mm. than the physical expenses. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of people over the years, you know, people who aren't writers but want to be, and mm. it's a lot of... A lot of them out a there. Lot of, a lot of yes. you listening, hopefully, um, who go, oh, I will write a book one day, but I need, and they often it's things like I need more time, and of course that's something we all need. Mm-hmm. Need more time. I need a better computer. I need, mm. I need better space. I need mm-hmm. my kids to shut up. You know, whatever it might be. Yeah. But that all sounds to me like you're finding finding reasons to not finding do it. lots of reasons, or there's something <coughs> else that you're not interrogating within yourself something else that's stopping you Mm. in general i think when we make excuses for ourselves we're not actually questioning the real issue which Mm. is usually something beneath all those excuses (laughs) yeah i've I've got a uh, at home somewhere i've got a uh a sick bag from a airplane that's okay don't make that face (laughs) it it hadn't been used it was empty we had writing on it what kind of sicko do you think I am (laughs) but no I was flying into into, um, Geelong and uh, I'd been working on this series of books for like 10 years and I finally got the last chapter in my like bing that's it that's it I've got it I've got it and as I opened my computer and just then I got the tap on the shoulder from the the steward, the um, oh, flight attendant, yeah. and she's like, "You've got to close your computer. We're about yeah, to land." So I'm going, know. "But I'm a writer," and she said, "I don't care." And, <laughs> and the only anything I had left to finish that idea on was on the back of a sick bag. So, yeah. I think if we're um, notebooks, always carry a notebook. Always carry a notebook. Yeah. But even if you don't, you know, I've got a whole mm. bunch of ideas at home that are. Just on napkins that, yeah. you know, in, in McDonald's or somewhere. There's always think, somebody can um, lend you a pencil. And... There's the really famous kind of example. J.K. Rowling used to write on napkins. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, <laughs> but it's possible. There's a story around that, I think, that we can discuss another time. But, but no, absolutely. And um, so did Henry Lawson, for that matter. But that's mm. another story. So, yeah, I think the two messages to come from Tia Astley, who was this um, powerhouse of Australian literary fiction... Um, one day, one page a day adds up to a book in a year. That's nice advice. And for me, the chief advantage of writing is that it can be done anywhere. Mm. And that's actually true. You know, you don't. Mm. It's just as a book. I think a book is pretty low tech. It's evolved really well, but it's sort of reached its peak 
of evolution. At the beginning yeah. of the 20th century, yeah. when a page, pages yeah. that you can turn and there's printing and you can stack yeah. so much stuff into there. I think the writing is, is probably a similar thing. Mm. All right, so that's uh, that's our quote for the day. Mm-hmm. Great. I have some exciting news to share with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's been, been we've been sitting on this news for a little while mm-hmm. just to get a few boxes ticked. But can you reveal for us what this news is? Yes. Um, so. Westwards is thrilled to announce that we have received joint vice regal patronage by the Honourable Margaret Beasley, Governor of New South Wales, and her husband, Mr. Dennis Wilson. That's big. It is big. So They sound very important, those people. Yeah, they mm. are. So the Governor of New South Wales is who reports to the Queen mm. of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth mm-hmm. about what's going on in New South Wales. So what, what, what does their patronage mean for us? What, what, what does this mean? I guess that means what, that they are supportive of what we do. They're supportive of what we do. So maybe we'll pass it on to her. Okay, we'll let her, we'll let we'll her let talk her, about it. We'll let her. Okay. Literacy is so fundamental to participation in the social and economic life of a society that it has its own international day. When we think about literacy, there's a tendency to think about it in terms of basic reading and writing skills. But literacy is much more than reading and writing. Literacy is the ability to engage with language, to construct and communicate meaning in all aspects of daily living. As UNESCO tells us, literacy is a matter of dignity. It is a human right. Viewed in that way, literacy is not only important, not only a necessary tool to navigate our world, it's something quite beautiful. It's the gateway to literature, where one can connect with larger truths and ideas in society, where one's hearts and minds can be moved, where one can hear other voices that make us laugh or cry, empathise, think more deeply and more broadly. Literature literally changes lives. Over the past few years, young voices have been emerging from one of the fastest growing and most vibrant and dynamic communities in New South Wales, the Western Sydney community. Instrumental to this emergence of storytelling in all its richness, breadth and diversity is the work of Westwards. Westwards is a creative cultural organisation that celebrates and champions the stories of the people, places and cultures that are at the heart of Western Sydney where one third of people speak a language other than English at home, working in schools, universities, libraries, with community groups, and through writers' workshops, fellowships, and residencies, Westwards award-winning writers mentored 27,000 young and emerging writers in 2019. Through its Centre for Writing programs, it partnered with 73 organisations, including 26 schools, enabling the voices of Western Sydney to be heard. Some of these writers have gone on to receive national and international recognition. Maria Mazam, 2016 fellow, whose debut poetry collection, The Hijab Files, was shortlisted for the Mary Gilmore Award in 2019. Rawa Ajar, whose debut novel, The F-Team, has just been published. Peter Pilates, whose novel, Down the Hume, was nominated for the New South Wales Premier's Literary Awards. Filmmaker, screenwriter and 2017 fellow, Joseph Shibat, whose short film Entrenched has featured in festivals across the United States. 2018 fellow Chloe Higgins, whose debut memoir, The Girls, 
was shortlisted in the 2020 Victorian Premier's Literary Prizes for Nonfiction and received the People's Choice Award. Others are finding their voice through community writing workshops, including writer Asma Mayim Ula, whose personal story was released in an anthology entitled Word of Mouth, Migration is Only Part of the Journey, launched at Kusula Powerhouse Arts Centre in Refugee Week last year. Asma's words linger like music. Very rarely, the water was calm and the view of the sky beautiful, but no words were able to describe the fear the grown-ups held under their tongues. Whenever my eyes met my mother's, I saw doubts in her light brown eyes. In supporting the professional development of young writers, Westwards is supporting the personal growth and development of young people in Western Sydney, providing them with the skills to realise their potential. As Ali from Granville Boys High School explained, working with Westwards changed my life. It helped me with my confidence, it's helped me with my writing skills, with how I write. Ali became captain of his school. As a result of Westwards mentoring of students, Granville Boys has now seen the graduation of its first HSC extension to English class in over a decade. Dennis and I, as lawyers, know the importance and the power of words, written and oral. I call them our tools of trade. Words garnered together are the conveyors of thoughts, of concepts, of emotions, desires and dreams. Words are a joy in themselves. Words matter. It's a great pleasure, therefore, for us to be the inaugural patrons of Westwards. We look forward to joining you at a Westwards event. Thank you, Westwards, for enabling the stories of the people of Western Sydney to be heard and to flourish. So that was the Governor of New South mm, Wales there, talking yeah. about us in, in very Sounds like terms. she really likes us. <laughs> Sounds like that, doesn't it? Um, and if you want to have a look at that video in full, it's on our on our, uh, on our website. YouTube channel and, and our, our website. A YouTube channel. Westwards Official is right. our name of our YouTube channel. And if you just want to find our website, it's just westwords.com.au. And we'd like to express our appreciation to the Governor for, for agreeing to... Uh, to say nice words, words about us and, and, and be our patron nice words, yeah. and her husband. So thank you to them for, thank you. for that great honour. So in the last week, uh, we've signed off on the most recent crop of fellows, the emerging Western Sydney writers. The Western Sydney Emerging Writers Fellows. That's the one. Uh, yes. Same words, just in a different order. But just you, in a different but order. But your order was correct. <laughs> <laughs> and there were three of them. There was Erin Sayers, Claire Cow, and Aisha Ali. Ali. Right. Yes. Um, so they were the 2019 Fellows. Mm -hmm. The three of them were all... Well, you, you worked with them quite closely. Do you want to share a little bit about what they yeah, worked well, on? Aisha was working on... Um, on a collection of poetry, and she was working with Manisha Anjali mm -hmm. as a, her mentor. Erin uh, Sayers, who is also an alumnus of our um, Varuna. Varuna last year, she yeah. she was working on a book called Reflexa Book One, which is a science fiction. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and she, her mentor was Ben Peake, mm -hmm. who's a pretty heavy hitter in that mm -hmm. world. Yeah. And then there was Claire Carr, who we featured her on the podcast a, a few months back where... I revealed to her that she was going to be mentored by her her idol, Melina Marchetta, Melina Marchetta. which was very exciting. And, yeah. And it, so it's been six months now since. Yeah, then. and and um, they've produced some more work, and they've they've really advanced uh, 
their practice. Mm. It was tricky because they were part of their um, part of their fellowship was that they were going to be doing workshops in schools, mm-hmm. uh, and of course COVID put an end to that. But they each went off and did very unique videos that are available on the Westwards official mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Uh, Claire did one about writing about place. Mm-hmm. Um, Aisha did one about subversive writing, and Erin mm-hmm. did this amazing. What's the name of that channel that you love? Um, so there's the this take, great YouTube channel called The Take that just kind of analyzes film and TV. Right, and she did something similar she to that. She did so something similar to that where they just have it's a basically video essays. Yeah. Where they do clips from all sorts of different relevant TV shows and films, but talk over it with something yeah. really interesting. And she did that on world building. Yeah, she did, and it was mm. it's really good. So if you, it's under the under the playlist of wise words. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can go to our YouTube channel, YouTube Official, and, and find those. Westwards uh, Official. Sorry, what did I say? YouTube Official. Oh, YouTube. It's all right, as long as the official is there. <laughs> <laughs> Westwards Official. Westwards Official. Um, and you can find, along with all the other video, videos that we have there, you'll find those three. And they, they took the place of the workshops that they would have been um, doing. But we're really grateful to them and to their mm. mentors for working through some fairly challenging conditions mm. and coming up with some really good product and can't yeah, wait to see what think, they produce. I think there would be really good resources for teachers yeah, and totally. for anyone really looking at those subjects. Even before those guys were signed off and mm. ready to head off into their career, mm. um, we put out, announced the call out for the next fellows, right. the 2020 fellows. And that application will be open till the 7th of September. Um, again, three fellows, $4,000 each, and a mentor tailored exactly to what they are writing. I think this time one of the three spots is reserved for somebody writing for children or young adults. Yes, one of the three spots, yeah. 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 So what what is the criteria? What are the criteria for somebody? I think it's... how. How you qualify what an emerging writer is is a bit of a rubbery kind of term, but we're saying within your first five years of practice, really, aren't we? First five years of practice. So even if you've written kind of one book, but you're ready to... But you're still kind of in that emerging bracket, first five years is kind of the ideal. And also, if you are unsure, just send us a message and we'll let yeah, you know. Yeah, so I'm th- just thinking that if uh, if Harper Lee had applied mm. for this just after To Kill a Mockingbird came out, she would mm. have qualified. That wouldn't seem fair to everyone else, would it? Yeah, I think that's where we would probably say... You've written one of the greatest novels of yeah. all time. We can't, <laughs> we can't help you anymore. But then again, would she have even known at that point? Would anyone have known that it would have been yeah, as successful know. as it was? I'm sure there's someone out there who can tell us uh, the history of Harper Lee and, and the book that mm. she wrote and that amazing thing. And her first and wasn't her only book, but there's questions about the, the sequel, aren't there, about whether mm. it was taken from old drafts or, or whatever. Yeah. But certainly To Kill a Mockingbird is a bit of a... Well, it's not a bit of a classic. It's, an it's absolute, a canon. It's an absolute classic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Cool. So 7th of September, those applications close. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no age limit. I've had a couple of people call and say, I'm actually quite old am I allowed to apply and we go well you're allowed to apply it's just as long as you're over 16 as long as you're yes so are you too young possibly are you too old of course not no as long as you're in that 
emerging writer category. Yeah. And, yeah. But if you have any questions at all, give us a call yeah, or we'll just apply and we'll, it'll all get sorted out. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I hope we get lots of... We've already had a couple of people. We've already had a few people. Yeah. It's very exciting. I think that the greatest part about this fellowship is we get to see all the new writing people, yeah, people totally. are working on. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing. Even if you don't get the fellowships, you're on people's radars. About mm. that's, that's something we were talking about last week when you're applying for applications. Just do it. Well, when we look at our list of fellows that we've had over the years, mm. we've had some pretty, some pretty good... Um, Results when mm-hmm. there was Magic Tolber and Vanessa Berry with them in the first year, mm-hmm. um, and then more recently Zoe Garney and there's a couple of others. Chloe Higgins. Chloe Higgins. Yes. Joseph Shabbat. Joseph Shabbat. Yes, he's got award-winning films now. Mm. Yeah. So you know, and a lot of those actually took a few years to apply before their work was ready to be accepted so we're not saying that we're responsible for their success but we'd no. like to think that we contributed maybe just a tiny little bit yeah maybe a little bit or maybe a little bit more than a little bit maybe a bit just a bit okay. <laughs> we'll go let's agree with that one. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up in a sec but first i just want to share you with you a tiny little bit of an interview i did just uh, last week with Jessie Two. Jessie Two is a Western Sydney writer. She's a journalist, but she's just written her debut novel called A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing, published by Alan Unwin. Mm-hmm. And here's just a little bit of the conversation I had with her. You've been quoted in your Guardian article or Guardian interview. You said, and you knew I was going to bring this up, um, and you said you don't mind addressing it. So, hey, well, I'm, I'm neither here nor there on this. I just want to hear your views. Um, that you'll never read another book by a straight white male. Another novel. Sorry, not, not, oh, okay, that's a good distinction. So why that distinction? Oh, because um, there are so many important subject matters that straight white male write about, um, like nonfiction books, that I don't, I don't really care, that doesn't really matter, that um, it doesn't matter as much about their lens, it matters about the subject matter, like, yeah, and a lot of great art books have been written by straight white males. Um, like I, I look to nonfiction for purposes that are different than fiction. And the reason I don't, the reason I don't want to read any novels um, by straight white men anymore is because um, number one, um, those those books will always have audiences. People will always, always, they will always have the platform to 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 make a mark in society. They don't need me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second reason, probably the more important reason, is that there, I only have a limited number of, you know, hours in, re, in which to consume a book. And there are so many under-recognised um, voices from the marginalised groups in society that they, where they haven't had the automatic platform that a straight white male has, where I feel like I want to give my attention to those people because they haven't had the precedence and the sort of assumed authority. So that was Jessie too talking to me about her book, A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing, which is available now from Alan Unwin uh, and all good bookstores and mm-hmm. probably some other bookstores as well <laughs> as the good ones. Um, and the, you can find that interview on our YouTube channel yet yep. again. Westwood's yeah. official. That's the one. And she's also done a reading for us. She's done a reading for us, a small excerpt from the book itself, mm-hmm. yeah. Great. And finally, to wrap up, Harja, we've got a couple of news things that we, I've got written down, 
Hodge's job, but we, did, well, we dealt with that at the top mm. of the show, didn't we? So we won't go over that again except mm-hmm. to say we're sorry that you're going Hodge <laughs> and um, we're looking for the new Hodge. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be like Hodge in most ways, but the things <laughs> you do have to be like Hodge is your ability to be an effective associate producer <laughs> and do marketing and so and be able to sit next to me at a podcast table and go, um, uh, actually, let me take over that bit. <laughs> I know those details better than you do. <laughs> and ideally, it'll be someone with a, a devo- an understanding of the diverse range of stories in, in this Western Sydney and an understanding of, the of the literature world in Western Sydney. Yeah, uh, James, you forgot something. I did. I did. The West Side Poetry Slam. We used to hold it in our building here, but now it's gone to... It's gone. It's a Zoom Slam it's, now. It's a Zoom Slam. It's a Zoom Slam. And ordinarily it's, it's open mic with a guest, but tomorrow night... Uh, yeah. No, no Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Uh, it's something special very special. One. What yeah. is it? Yeah. So it'll be second year, actually, we've been doing this, where we've... The West Side Poetry Slam and Westwards and the... Australian Poetry Slam, run by Word Travels, are joining forces and we will be hosting the Parramatta Heat. Drum roll. Oh, too late. Yeah. The the Parramatta Heat of the Australian Poetry Slam. Nice. Yeah. So whoever wins this one will go to the state the state heat. Oh god, it's like a it's like Friday Night Lights, isn't it? It's like, it's like oh my gosh, like we're going carnival. to states. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to regionals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a cheerleading movie. We're going yeah. to regionals. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the athletics carnival. <laughs> it's very similar. I, I don't know what your most... athletics carnivals are, but nobody <laughs> from our athletics carnivals was going to regionals. <laughs> not not unless regionals had a category for eating lollies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that story. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, and have they got a guest for Yes, so the feature will Mm. be Ariel Cottingham. So I'll just read you out her bio. I'll just read you out their bio. They're very impressive. So, Texas-born, Afro-Latinx, performance artist, dancer, and pushcart-nominated poet, Ariel Cottingham is an internationally touring whirlwind with a theatre degree and an Australian Poetry Slam championship under their belt. They merge elements of dance and physical theatre with written poetry to create multidisciplinary short works they have toured across continents. Quite impressive. And they're going to be on our Zoom. They're not going to be in Australia, are they? They're going to be... Uh, I actually think they're based in Australia now, but I... Oh, right. Yes, because they won the Poetry Slam recently, I think. You'll have to forgive me. It's not a world that I... Oh, Yes. Yes, I, I, we should we should get the um, Daphne and Melody Melody yeah. who run it. I think they they do really well on social media. So if you want to follow their page, actually the West Side Poetry Slam page, mm-hmm. you'll get all the right info on there. All right, and so what time is this on, and where can we get link yep. details? So it's on the Facebook page, our Facebook page as well. Um, on the event, the, there's an event page called Parramatta Heat, mm-hmm. Australian Poetry Slam. Um, so you do need to register, but it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, donations are welcome. Uh, f- so it is on Wednesday. This Wednesday. Donations are welcome. It is this Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The Zoom link will be on the events page, mm-hmm. which will lead you to an Eventbrite page where you'll have to register and all of that but once you get all that it'll be tons of fun 
Easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? We go, oh, yeah, we've got to, got to go and log in, got to find a password. You know, we used to hop in a car and drive for an hour yeah. to get to Newtown and, and, <laughs> and stand in a queue. And, and now we go, oh, I've got to get a password from the other end of the house. Anyway, from the, from the other, other uh, program on my computer. Anyway, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight with the next podcast. But until then, as we always say, happy creating. Happy creating.